burnout, for those who don't know, burnout is, it's more than just exhaustion. It is chronic stress that has built up over a long period of time. So some people may be burnt out for two years and not even know it. But when you're in this state of constant fight or flight, when you're constantly stressed out, that is when you get into the zone of burnout. Hey guys, welcome to the Colors of Her Success podcast. This is a podcast built to give you the tips, tools, and resources you need to successfully navigate your seat at the table. I'm your host, Mia Williams, and the founder of the Colors of Her Success. Let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. To all of the high-achieving women listening, you know that burnout is something that's never too far from us. Our likelihood of reaching burnout is much greater because of how much effort and energy we put into each day. I don't think we've spent enough time exploring what burnout really is. Like, for real, what, what is burnout? What are the signs? How can we identify it in our day-to-day? In this episode, I'm chatting with health coach and wellness expert Ariel Belgrave on how we as high achieving women with the book calendars and endless to-do lists can identify burnout and become more in tune with the messages our bodies are sending us. I first met Ariel at LinkedIn's New York City office at a creators event. She and I started connecting on the lifestyle of side hustling while working nine to five. Ariel was working at Facebook, the holy grail of tech, and At the same time, she was building her wildly successful health and fitness business, Gym Hookie. As we continued talking, I learned more about Ariel's work in helping high-achieving women avoid burnout, and it stuck out to me because at the exact moment I was sitting there talking to Ariel about burnout, I was experiencing my first real burnout. I remember waking up the next morning after the LinkedIn event and logging on to work feeling egg exhausted. So I knew I had to bring Ariel on the podcast and I wanted to start the conversation by asking her about her own experience with burnout. I've experienced burnout three times in every phase of my career. So I actually started my career in investment banking, then tech, then as an entrepreneur, and I hit burnout in each and they looked different. So my first experience with burnout was was definitely the most drastic where I'm like, okay, Ari, you got to get your life together. This, this, this ain't it. I mean, I'm working investment banking. I am a black woman in a predominantly white male dominated space. So you know how it is, right? When you come out of college, there's a lot you got to prove for, prove yourself. So I was definitely that person who was just taking all the things. I never, ever said no. I was a yes girl. And I took a lot of pride in being able to do all the things and being known for beasting at all the things. I mean, I I grew up the rankings in investment banking very fast. I'm proud of it, but it did absolutely lead me to burnout. I woke up one day and didn't know where I was. Burnout, for those who don't know, burnout is, it's more than just exhaustion. It is stress. It is chronic stress that has built up over a long period of time. So some people may be burnt out for, for two years and not even know it. But when you're in this state of constant fight or flight, when you're constantly stressed out, that is when you get into the zone of burnout. So what it looked like for me before I even hit that point of not knowing where I was, and I think that's that's when I hit the ceiling where I was like, okay, now you have to take several seats. I absolutely had signs before. So 
when when I tell people to think about burnout, there's usually three things: is exhaustion, it is feeling less connected to the work and to to work and your your people, and then just reduce personal efficacy and how you perform. So what it looked like for me, I was not getting enough sleep. I started to lose excitement for the work, the, the joy, and in my work. I was definitely experiencing health issues, so more more migraines that I've ever had in the past. Uh, maybe even feeling aches in my body and, and unmotivated just simply to get these things done because I'm because I'm exhausted. Um, the other is just feeling less connected to my work and feeling like sometimes the work that I'm doing didn't matter. Although I was doing really well and I was killing the game on the outside, how I was feeling was a little less connected. I'm generally a very like happy, optimistic person. And I found myself having a different personality where more of a Debbie Downer, more cynical, um, maybe negative, snappy with the people around me, my loved ones, because I wasn't getting enough sleep and maybe even starting to just struggle with focus and concentration. So again, I was still doing well. And I think this is where people get, get it a little twisted. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm in burnout because I'm just doing bad. It's like, no, you're doing really well, but just turning off all the signs that you see in burnout and just plowing through. Because we are wired to, for the grind. Let's be real. We're wired to keep going. Me being a, a first-generation immigrant, it is like you keep going. You could rest. You could rest when you're like retired type energy, which is, is toxic. The sleep when you're dead. <laughs> right. The sleep when you're sleep dead. Sleep when you're dead is terrible. Uh, and that's exactly how I was operating. Cause like, I mean, I was working in an environment where I was younger too. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, oh, I, I can take this for you. I know you gotta go home cause you have, you know, you have kids and where I had to, 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 to reel it in. It's like, no, I absolutely have, I'm a human being. I have a life as well. I need to take care of myself. Being younger doesn't exempt me from burnout. Everyone can burn out. A high school student can burn out. Burnout can look different. We think of it as this one thing, you're tired, you can't perform, but what does it mean when you actually are performing, but you're just feeling the signs of burnout, but don't even recognize that you are burnt out. I can say this summer was the first time I feel like I experienced real burnout because I was going hard. At the time Mm. that I met you, I was burnt out and I didn't even know it. Um, I was going really hard for my business, throwing events, but also in the process of moving to a new state. And it wasn't until I got to my new apartment and was living alone by myself that I was like, Mia, you were burnt and you didn't even realize that you were tired. And not only was I tired, I found it that I was getting overstimulated very easily. Like I can be in a setting for a short period of time and just feel overstimulated. Like I got to go. I was getting sort of irritable with the people around me and ultimately just felt like I was on autopilot. I'm not making my decisions with the most mindful, clear state of mind. I'm moving in flight or flight. Like you said, like everything is very much fight, flight and keep it moving and operating in that space was so detrimental after a while. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't realize it's like sometimes they say you have to slow down to speed up and it's not until, I mean, in my case, my body forced me to slow down, right? They say, if you're not listening to those signs, then you get to a place where you actually can't operate and we're not able to show up as our best selves. Like even when we grind, when you grind, when you're burnt out, are you really bringing your A game? Are you really like bringing your best? Absolutely not. So you're better off taking a rest period in some way 
in order for you to prepare for whatever that season is where you want to bring your A game. Can you speak to how our bodies can be an indicator of what's going on in the inside and how can we start to pay more attention to what our bodies are telling us? And I'm asking because I recently got a new therapist and one of the things she kept asking me in our intro call when I would tell her about things that were happening during this burnout period of of my life, she would say, okay, and how was your body feeling during that time? Were you tired? Was you, Were you achy? Were you sleeping enough? And I'm like, why does she keep asking about my body, not realizing that your body keeps score of what is happening and it is the, a huge indicator into how you're doing? It is the number one indicator. Oftentimes people, when they think burnout, they only think that like, I'm exhausted, I'm burnt out. And there are, I mean, I can, I, can, I can go through some of the physical signs. This is something I actually t- often take um, my, cl- my, my, my clients through. So some of the physical signs that are not often mentioned is uh, one thing that I mentioned, having chronic body aches and pain, so inflammation, frequent headaches and migraine. I know for me personally is that stress triggers my migraine. The other is having like digestive issues, so heart ba- heartburn, IBS, you may feel like your heart is racing and sometimes it can be hard to differentiate between like anxiety and burnout, but oftentimes they do go hand in hand, right? Where you could be more anxious because of all the stress that's happening, that chronic stress. Um, Your hair could be falling out. You may have gained unwanted weight or even lost a lot of weight. Like these are all things where you're taking a look at how your body isn't normally functioning. And then just simply being sick all the time. Yeah, we could say, oh, it's a, it's a sick season. No, you could be sick because you're not getting enough sleep. You're not eating uh, healthy enough. Your immune system, as a result, is taking, taking a hit and you're, you're feeling sick. The other are just mental signs of burnout. So that's a part of your body as well. That is being very forgetful, difficulty concentrating and focusing on the tasks that you're doing. You may find that you are procrastinating like a whole lot and just avoiding tasks and just being anxious, anxious, overwhelmed, frazzled and worried a lot. So these are just some of the things that take a toll on us physically and mentally, which is all of, all a of part of our body and our body telling us like, hey, it's time. We got to We got to pump the brakes. But we've been oftentimes wired to work under these conditions. I want to dive into rest because I'm learning that rest is more diverse than we think it is. So there's this common misconception that rest equals sleep only. But there are so many different types of rest that we can experience. Physical rest, mental rest, sensory rest. And I'm wondering, the more you have dived into learning and exploring burnout, how has your definition of rest changed? Hmm... So it has absolutely changed from the the pre well wellness person Ari because for me rest was exactly what you said like it's like oh I'm asleep <laughs> that is rest now the Ari version is my body being in a state of calm and in general whatever I can do to be in a state of calm so what that can look like for me now is being near water I love water it is something when I'm near water. It is like the world stops, the, the any worry, the to-do items is all on pause. Uh, rest is also, I think oftentimes people think rest is doing nothing, but rest is something. It is um, doing things that allow me to 
re like re-energize in some way, the things that bring me joy. I, I like to talk about energy management and rest helps with managing your energy. So think of energy management as currency where you earn it, you save it, and you spend it. And that's how I think about my energy and how rest plays a part because it is absolutely how I earn it. It's the only way I, I can earn it. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's, it's, it's slowing my body, my body down. So I'm in a place of, of calm and not thinking of the to do's. Mm -hmm. uh, the water. I know exactly what you mean. Anytime I'm at a beach, I'm, I'm in it. I am in it. I'm present. The sound of the waves. I get it. I, I want to talk about the energy management a little bit more because I've never heard about that. And I'm thinking about it because when I am. I consider myself an introvert, right? And I'm somebody who, in order to go out and expend and give energy away, I have to charge my energy first. And is that energy management? Is that what it looks like? That's it. That's exactly what okay. it looks like. So I am a, shocking to many, I am an introvert, but I'm an extrovert, extroverted introvert. So I think when Me people too. think of, <laughs> I, I can turn, and, and I think when people think of introvert versus extrovert, they think of more of the personality, but it actually is, I, I challenge people to think about how you, how do you regain your energy? Because an introvert usually likes to be, they get their energy by being alone. That's how I get my energy. But you put me in a social environment, I could turn all the way up, but you better believe I'm going to need to reset and be, be alone after that. Like I, I'm that person. I could go to all the parties. I could do all the things. I could dance it out. But the next day I'm like, whoa, okay. I need a break. I need a people break. <laughs> so that is, that is usually how a lot of like psychologists describe the nature of introvert, introversion, extroversion is how do you manage your energy? I, I like that you challenge people to think of it more so about managing how you manage energy to determine whether you're an introvert or extrovert. Because with me, I'm the same way. I'm in a social setting. I'm the social butterfly, life of the party. But people think when I tell them I'm an introvert, they dismiss me. And they're like, there's no way. You are not. I cannot, I, if I am out having a blast one night and it's an all day thing where I have to be present and up, I need a day to not speak to anybody anyway, at yeah. all. That is it. Don't that is call it. me. And, and this is, don't, really, like, don't. And, and these are boundaries that I've said. Like, my people know. My friends know. They're like, oh, Ari was out there all, all yesterday. We're probably not going to see her. And the reality is I'm also in a, a human, a people service role, right? I'm doing workouts. I am talking to I'm with the people. So I have to make sure that in order to show up for the people, that I'm showing up for myself in order to be able to bring my A game. And that is a, a level of self-awareness that I had to come to. And, it, and it's not a bad thing. I think what I also, and I, I imagine you too, when I'm on the quieter side, people think something is wrong. And it's like, oh no, no, no nothing is wrong. Like, I'm okay. I just, I'm like, I just kind of just need to be alone in order to, to, to reset. That's all. Yeah, this is my default. I'm, nothing is wrong, <laughs> but this is my default. This is my default setting. This is yeah. how I show up. But yes. when I need to go there, I can get there. So absolutely understand. Self-awareness in this journey, I think self-awareness is so important in life in general, but especially for recognizing when things aren't right in your body and listening and adhering to it. Um, do you have tips for how to cultivate self-awareness? Mm. I, um, 
So I'm definitely in tune with my body because I'm, it's, it's not a case where I can blame other things for it. It was like, oh, I was eating unhealthy. It's like, no, I eat healthy. Oh, I'm working out. Oh. So it's like, oh, it's definitely stress. So usually I can pinpoint it <laughs> right off the bat. Um, but as far as like tips for understanding, I, I, I know for me, I, I measure my success by my boundaries I set. I know that if, if I'm in a place where I am resentful in any way for anything, usually that's a time that I need to set boundaries. We can use business as an example. We haven't talked about business yet. So a lot of the reasons, one of the main causes of why we are burnt out could be work overload. Now, when you are working in the corporate world, that can be it. When you're working an entrepreneur, when you're side hustling, that could be it as well. And what I've learned is that I myself have had to set boundaries in order to make sure I am maintaining that energy that's required for me to bring my A game and show up my best. So I've been on a journey, which I'd say is an evolution because there are some things or some people that I don't think I need to set boundaries with until you start to feel that resentment. So we can use uh, business, for example. If you have a client hitting you up on the weekends or at like 11 p.m. at night asking questions or just not, you know, you're feeling like you need to be on all the time, then you can build resentment because you're just like, man, they just don't respect my time. But the reality is you've never set, you've never told them that. Boundaries is you telling people how to treat you, how to treat your, your time and treat your energy. So one of my strategies for knowing if I'm out of, out of alignment is if I'm feeling any bit of resentment, we're like, okay, Time to set a boundary. Oh, if, uh, you know, people are calling me throughout the workday and I'm like, I'm feeling obligated to always answer. It's like, no, I need to set a boundary. I'm not available to after five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. So hopefully that answers the question. I, I think there's a lot it of did. tips I have, but. <laughs> there is. Uh, that's, it's a loaded question, but I, I more yeah. so wanted to hear how you cultivate self-awareness oh. in yourself. Um, no, but you answered it perfectly. Um, and it's hard Boundaries is hard because you don't re- you don't always realize you need to do it until you do. Like yeah, right. it's like I need to set a boundary. I think I need to set a boundary, but then how do I set the boundary? And I think the more you practice it, the better you sort of get at it because no one's going to control your time like other people if you oh, don't okay. do it yourself. They will take all of you and you will start to feel those feelings of resentment. Even, even if you don't have a business, even if you are a person at work, even at work, you have to set boundaries. My boundary, my boundary, I don't let coworkers follow me on social media. I do not let them do, unless we're very, very close and like on a personal level, kind of close. That is just a boundary that I set. I don't want to merge those pieces of my life at all. Another boundary that people struggle with but has always been super easy for me is that I don't respond to emails after 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. At 5 p.m., I'm off. Don't talk to me. Um, or don't you can talk to me, but don't expect a response back from me. Okay. Because the one time that I respond back to you, you're going to continue to do it and then expect me to keep responding throughout a- after exactly work right. hours. And I'm going to start to build resentment. So That's exactly that was right. a boundary that was easy to set. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. And you have to set it with people. We have to set it with things. But even we got to set it for, with ourselves, too, because like we could be a part of the problem. So I'm someone I'd say I'm a recovering people pleaser. Right. And, and there's so much to there's so much to people pleasing. It's, it's not just like you, you you're, you're an adult. You're people pleasing. This this stems from like childhood 
where you feel like you need that validation, where you are fearful of making people upset and you don't want to be one to ruffle feathers or you don't want to be seen in the workcase that you're a bad worker or, or you're not showing up for your colleagues. So for me, like boundaries, I had to set with myself with like, girl, reel it in. You can't keep saying yes to everything. Like you have to really think about when, when someone asks you to do something, I, I, was, I had to challenge myself to really think about the why, but also priorities. So one of my biggest changes, because I tell you, I was burnt out working investment banking, working in tech. And one of the biggest things that I did was get comfortable with having prioritization conversations with my manager. Because what was happening is they will come my way saying, look, can you do this? Can you do this? I'm saying, yes, yes, yes. And I'm not having ever having a conversation like what's a priority that's on this list. I have, I'm, I'm maxed out because I took a lot of pride, as I mentioned earlier, with being able to do it all. And it wasn't till I prioritized these type of conversations where I realized that it was me. My manager was putting things on my plate and because I never said no, obviously they don't try it. They don't keep it like, oh wow, like I guess I guess you can handle this. And it wasn't until I pumped the brakes where I, where is where I was like, wow, cool, freedom. Like, oh, this isn't due till next week. I thought it was due like tomorrow. Um, so making sure mm-hmm. that I'm having like those conversations in the workplace because the moment you start at a pl- a job and you and you give people permission to not value your time, your energy. They will keep doing it until you stop it. I resonate. That was, I think that was the lesson I learned my first year of working. I've only been working for three years, but that first year of taking it all on and then like pulling my hair out, trying to figure out how I'm going to get it all done. Mm -hmm. Instead of just asking, okay, I want to let you know that I have X, Y, and Z on my plate which one would you like me to prioritize Mm. right now? Because I'm not prioritizing all three at this moment. Mm. It makes all of the difference. And they will sit and work with you on how to prioritize that work. That's right. And that's what I need. That's right. And, you know, so it it, it challenges. We have to be in a place where we challenge our managers because people are bringing their own work ethic to the workplace. Now, some – you know, when a person comes to a workplace, they're, someone may be coming from a to- toxic environment where the grind culture was a thing. You work until midnight and you hit people up at 11 p.m. and they're responding to your pings. But that is where we have more control, where we have to challenge whoever our manager is, whoever our colleagues are, to understand what your values are. Because they may not even realize that they're this way. I, I mean, I see managers like this all the time. I, I'll post about it. I had friends who were just like, dang, sis, I think you just called me out. I got to do better as a manager, right? It's like, I didn't think I was that bad. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I want to close this podcast out with a quick fire rapid round of burnout scenarios and see how you would take care of yourself in these high stress situations, okay? So... Right now, it's holiday season, and I say that during holiday season, life moves so quickly as we're wrapping up the end of the year. We're traveling, we're spending a lot of money, we're dealing with the inevitable emotions that ho- that holidays bring um, with seeing loved ones, either positive or negative. How do you take care of yourself during this time? Ooh, I find myself doing two things. One is absolutely setting boundaries. It's my love language, so you'll hear me say it all the time. And that's setting boundaries with 
you know, this is holiday times. Everyone is doing things. I may not be able to go to everything, and that's okay. I, you know, I suffer from FOMO. FOMO is a thing, right? Now we're, the world is open back up. So for me, it's being really intentional about the things that I do go to on the work side, being intentional about the projects and stuff I have on my plate. But then the other that's helped me a lot was is delegating because I'm someone who likes to take on a lot more than I should. Delegating personally, is, is, does, am I going to ask my husband to help manage flights? Am I going to have my assistant help me uh, with certain things in the business? Am I going to tell my family to send a list versus just trying to guess the stuff that they want. Like it's like delegation. So it's other people that's involved in the process and all of it, all of the, the, the task and stuff is not just on me. Love that. Okay. You go through a heavy breakup with your partner at a time that work really needs you. How do you take care of yourself? Use that mental health day. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, use your, so all jokes aside, y'all, this is just a, a public service announcement. Use your PTO. I'm not saying that you have to use your PTO if there's a breakup, but it is understanding that you may not be able to show up as your, your, your best self. And if you are at a job that has like a mental health day, or um, I, I know that you, and this is tough because you said the scenario is work is in high demand. You have, you're on that. Ooh. You can't take a minute. So, okay, I'll share my, I'll share mine. Yeah. Um, work, work can be in high demand, but work can also operate without, without you. you. So if you need that mental health day, take it. Yeah. Take it. If you need to come on, log on a little later, because if you're going through a breakup, typically mornings are the worst because yeah. mornings you wake up and you're like, ah, I'm single. And it's like that realization that hits you all over again. So if you need to take a little bit of extra time in the morning, log on late, do that you can't if you if you know you can't show up your best go ahead and just take the time yeah and also like I, I mean we're in a very calendar driven world block that time on their calendar shouty like block it so no one can schedule anything else for the day maybe you can take a look like if you do decide because the reality is you may still be able to get the work done but talking to people may be what's what's hard right it's it you're not in a state where you want to communicate so be okay with maybe revisiting what your calendar is looking like. If there are one-on-one -on -one sessions or, or uh, meetings that you have, can you reschedule those one-on-one -on -one session or those, those, those meetings? Do you need to be in the meetings where it has 50 million people in the first place? That's a whole nother conversation. Um, <laughs> but see, just seeing how you can, 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 can conserve your energy. Cause as I mentioned, remember about like how it's currency, how do you save your energy at a time where you, you barely have any to give? As a side hustler, I also take advantage of managing energy and also the calendar blocking. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm blocking off my calendar because I need micro breaks throughout the day too. Yes. So it's like lunch is blocked off of my calendar every day from three to five is focus time for me. And not everybody has the power to do this because sometimes people don't control their schedule. But if you can try to schedule your meetings for the morning and then give yourself the afternoon to focus or vice versa, whatever works for you, but definitely take advantage of the calendar blocking. Yes. And one thing, one word that I hadn't mentioned um, is, is just self care. And these are, I think when a lot of people think of self care, they think of like the massages, which are awesome um and and all that but blocking your calendar is an act of self-care that's self-care prevention that is you knowing that like mm. 
I need this time. That that is the most. I and again, I, I've said it several times that I'm happy. Of, I'm, I'm proud of you, but I'm proud of you for planning ahead for your needs because that's what self care is. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, people think people do more self soothing where they're um, mm-hmm. already in a state where they're burnt out, they're stressed, and they take action as a result of. You drink that glass of wine as a result of. You feeling stressed out. You go get a massage as a result of. But how are you going to practice um, habits that are preventative? You should already have that, that massage scheduled if that's your jam. You should already have that calendar blocked if you know that certain times of the week, you know, you may tend to lose energy. Personally, for me, on the business side of things, I don't have any meetings on Mondays and Fridays. I don't start my my week with any meetings because it allows me to to really sit and be intentional and and do deep work and plan for the week ahead. And then I do not schedule anything on Fridays because it I always know that there's a day for me to catch up. If I have a lot of meetings, I don't feel like I need to work till 2 a.m. because I'm like, well, I have work. I have Friday to catch up on that. So just thinking, I just wanted to put that out there on just prevention and just really being intentional about or aware of what your body needs in order for you to perform your best. I've been diving into self-care a lot lately because somebody told me, I went to a retreat recently and somebody said that self-care, self-maintenance is not self-care. And we often confuse the two. We think getting our nails done is self-care but or getting our hair done is self self care or getting our lashes done but in all actuality those things aren't even that enjoyable it's just what i'm doing to sort of maintain the way i look and how i show up but it's not self care and oprah said that self care is doing nothing sometimes self care is just doing nothing being still so that you can hear what your mind body and soul truly need so if self care for you is meditation or just sitting and laying down and adhering to when your body needs rest that is self care self care just looks so different than the typical massage nail yeah and and one thing i want to mention cuz we you know uh, while we're we're talking a lot about burnout is you know, when people think of burnout prevention, like, I'm just going to take a day off. I'm just going to go get a massage. And the reality is, while these things can, can make you feel good, that, that, abs- that doesn't solve for burnout. Like, you're still going to go back into that same environment, and it's going to be the same cycle of the things that stress you out. So for anyone listening here, what I really, again, we're not knocking the, 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 the I know we're mentioning the massages and the nails done. Let's, let's be real. Girls always got her nails done and lashes. But if you truly want to get into a place of um, burnout recovery or even preventing burnout is really getting to the root cause of what has you stressed out. So if you're listening to this now and you're like, I am so burnt out, the first thing that I want you to do is assess the stress. you got to think about where the stress is coming from because you can't expect any changes if you're not making changes and usually the changes that you have to make are those associated with the stress so it is what's stressing you out at work what is stressing you out personally what is stressing you out um when it comes to yourself like how are you stressing yourself out right what 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 is what what are you doing that's causing that stress and use that opportunity to become self-aware what that stress is and then dig a little deeper on how on the things you can do to prevent that because if we're not getting into the root cause it's just going to be a cycle of the same stuff happening over and over yeah. again. Because you're doing temporary fixes right. for something that requires deep That's understanding. Right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Okay. 
last scenario. Okay. You've traveled for a week. You've traveled for a week of visiting friends and family. You're out of your comfort zone. You're out of your home, your space, and out of your normal routine. When you get back home, what does your reset process look like after being away? Ooh. So I am, I I love alone time. When I'm with people, I plan for alone time and what that can look like. That could be, I mean, it depends on the weather and all that, but sometimes I take, like, yes, I have a whole husband, but I will take myself out for brunch, right? Like he's included in people (laughs) and we have an understanding. (laughs) That is so funny because I don't know how I'm going to operate when I do have to share my life with somebody. Oh my gosh. You have to, my my husband knows. I mean, we've been together 12 years. Like I think- these are things, it wasn't always this way. So while I wish it was like a magic wand where it's like, oh, Ari's out here killing the game with boundaries and self-care. No, I had to, the people pleaser in me who didn't want him to ever feel left out or I didn't love him or any of that, I had to be like, this is what I, this is what my needs are. This is how I'm going to be able to show up for you. Because when you show up for you, everybody else wins, right? Everybody wins mm-hmm. when you're able to show up as your best. So what, like, when I come back, hands down, I one, I make sure that I... Um, unpack because I don't like clutter. Clutter makes me feel like my mind is cluttered. So if I have, you know, travel stuff packed up that I'm, I don't feel like I can operate or, 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 or be lax in a space, I plan time for myself. It could be within the home. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out, but what that looks like for me is just always like Zen, just me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm the people think I'm crazy, but when I get home, I'm unpacking because seeing my suitcase there and knowing that it's hanging over my head, like I, it stresses me out. Let me just get it over with. Um, I think for me unpacking and then cleaning my space, making sure my space is back to how I like it and how I am used to it being, and then slowly easing back into my day to day routine resets me yeah I also, along with alone time yeah a lot alone time is great like listen i also like to make sure i think for me because sometimes um when you do go on vacation you're in a, more of an uncon- uncontrolled environment you may not have been eating the healthiest you may have been drinking and all that so part of my ritual is making sure grocery shopping is happened so i have healthy yeah. options in my household so that way i can eat the things to re-energize because the reality is if you're yeah traveling can just throw things off in general yeah i hear that so much people are like oh when i go back home i'm not on my workout routine i'm just i'm not doing the same things that i would normally do but oh my gosh is the grocery shopping so important i don't know why i didn't mention that that's also one of the first things i have to do because there's nothing worse than coming home to an empty fridge and living that way for a few days like no i need listen (laughs) shout out shout out to amazon uh whole foods delivery because like literally like me and my husband are on the plane on, on our flight back like okay what do you want should we get bananas get in the groceries <laughs> that's how it is that's adulthood man and those are the things that bring us satisfaction these days yes so. it is yes it is yeah well i thank you so much for spending so time welcome. and for sharing your knowledge and your insight having you on this platform means so much to me oh. and it was one of the first things i told you when i met you like i want oh, you God. to come on my podcast so <laughs> Thank you for honoring that and for being here. Of course. And keep on and keep on going. Keep doing. Yeah. Keep side hustling. I'm just so excited to see what's what's in store for you. And that's a wrap. 
Before I let you go, I need two favors. One, if you like the episode, be sure to shoot me a text or DM to let me know what resonated because I love hearing from you guys. And two, take a few seconds to leave a review of this podcast so that it can help me get exposed to a larger audience so that other people can benefit from this content as well. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, 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 o